Um. All right. Uh, I remember when I was a kid, I loved a video game called Harvest Moon. I had it on Game Boy, it was a Nintendo game, and I had it on GameCube as well, and I played it on GameCube every day. I spent so much of my time playing Harvest Moon, and what I loved about it was that you're this character that's a farmer in this town, you know, like a new farmer in the town, and I just love like the simulation of it. You got to meet people, start a family, boop, boop, boop. And, uh, funniest thing is that that game really inspired me I was a little kid and I got influenced easily by the video games that I played even though my mom never wanted me to play those video games and it made me want to be a farmer remember I say mom uh, I want to own a farm one day and she laughed and I'd ask her I'm like hey is there any stories you think you have a farm back in Ghana and she's like what I'm like no I want to be a farmer so badly so I looked into agriculture. I drive by farms. We lived across this place called Experimental Farm in Ottawa. And uh, my mom just laughed at me. And soon it just drifted away. And it drifted away from my thoughts because when I look back, that was never my calling. It was never my true purpose, being a farmer. Uh, it was just something that I thought was fun or it was okay for that moment. But I genuinely believe, though, in looking forward and looking at where I am now, I think each one of us, has a calling and a greater purpose. But sometimes to get there, that's the hard part because it requires each one of us to take a really big step. Thanks everyone for tuning in. I'm your host, Ben Amoa, and this is a podcast about real stories and real perspectives from real people. Today we have with us Lyle Notice, the youth director in the Alberta Seventh-day Adventist Conference, and uh, he'll be sharing with us his perspective on what a calling is all right yo what up everybody this is lyle milton notice the first representing the six scarborough dunno um <laughs> uh, currently right now i'm serving as um the youth director of the alberta conference and so yeah we're out here i've, I've been out here since 2012 2012 yeah so that's that's what that's what i'm about yeah and uh Pastor Lyle here, um, he loves social media, he's always on social media, he's always doing a big thing, and this man's recently dropped some diss video of me, uh, being me in some arm wrestle, <laughs> it's public, if you go on his Facebook you can find it, and I'm telling you it's the most corrupt video ever, because you can see I'm not even breaking a sweat, you can see the whole Niagara Falls coming from this man's forehead while he's trying to take me on, but uh, everyone is repping him in this video on these comments <laughs> i'm thankful it's not on my wall anymore i can't have people that know me <laughs> know that I, wait hold on it's not on your wall bro i had to take this thing down you i think i tagged myself you untagged or you took it down i don't know i think i untagged myself or something because my mom commented oh my poor baby i thought that was disrespectful <laughs> i thought that was offensive i thought like, i didn't uh, i think it was like a, a one-sided like very skewed video that you posted <laughs> and like i don't like looking weak in front of all these people i was supposed to try to minister to people and this is what i'm looking like yo man you gotta yo you gotta always stay ready in these streets man you know the oh, ops God. the ops is always out oh, yo you you stay you stay steady taking these l's man all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna get to the business so wow so you've been past you used to pastor now you're the youth director what do you think makes you unique what's your thing I guess, um, in the church, in the ministry? Like, how do people know, like, oh, that's Lyle. This is Lyle's thing. I think, you know, I think for me, um, I think for me, I've always just been myself. Uh, regardless of the, the role, 
uh, that I've had. Um, and, and I think regardless of how I was supposed to act or look being in the role that I am, I always kept it 100. I always kept it G. Um, I love fashion. I love social media. I love technology. And so when you see me, you know, um, that's what you see. That's what you get. So I think when people think of Pastor Lyle, they just say, yeah, that's that's Pastor Lyle. You know, um, he has his own style, his own swag. Uh, he does things according to how he wants to do them. And I think that's important for me. You know, they always say that you're you're always your best when you're yourself. Mm -hmm. And so like right now I'm rocking Yeezys, you know, I'm rocking Palace, which is a underground streetwear uh, brand out of London, but I'm not trying to stunt or, or show off or um, I'm not trying to just be a hype beast, but mm -hmm. legit, uh, I like this. This is, this is what I'm about. And so I'm a firm believer in, even if you're a pastor, even if you're in ministry, you still need to be yourself. Mm. You know, so many times we're trying to be so many other things and so, mother, so many other people. And I think, I hope the message that I've tried to get across with my life and ministry is always be you, man. Be true to you. Mm. Be yourself. Be yourself. Keep it a thousand, man. And mm. I think you're able to reach more people that way. Well, and like you're a youth director, so you're kind of responsible of the, all the youth in all of Alberta inside of a province. That's many people. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if you guys have a number for that. But that's like constantly growing. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a big responsibility. It is. Because um, people look at kids, they're like, you know, like you guys are the future. And then we hear though today, like we know for a fact, like that's, they're the present. Mm -hmm. They're the currently, the current influencers of the church. Um, what motivates you for this big responsibility? How do you, what keeps you going in this job to serve all these young people, to mold them, to set a way for them to have a purpose in this church today? That's a very good question. Um, I realized that, you know, that the, the higher you get in church leadership, sometimes the further away you get from real life and ministry, because uh, you're far you're far removed. You spend a lot of time in meetings, um, on committees and boards, and, and um, the more time you spend in these meetings, Sometimes you get further away from the people, mm -hmm. from the from the from the streets, if I could say that, from the ground. And so, every day when I get up, it's like, yes, I have a huge responsibility. Uh, and there's times I'm like, man, maybe I should be doing something else. But God reminds me that, Lyle, I need a unique person who still keeps it a thousand, who's still close and connected to the streets and to the culture, uh, in that level of, of position of leadership mm -hmm. so that I could sort of bridge the gap between what's out there on the streets and what the young culture is about, mm -hmm. but yet, you know, have an impact and have the resources to take leadership to impact these same, these same young people. So it's like, I see myself as a, like a go-between, you know, I'm, I'm at that higher level of leadership and I need, I need to do what I got to do administratively. Um, and a lot of times I'm giving insight to the older folk about what this generation is about. But the reverse is now, okay, I have to also minister to the young people and give them guidance and leadership. And, and it's just like this careful dance between two different worlds sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, a leadership role in the conference, but yet the real world with young people. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I keep thinking if I'm not there, with the perspective, the unique perspective that I have, then, you know, and I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm the only dude who could do it, but I think that in this time and for this generation, 
uh, I'm, I kind of see myself as a voice for the this generation. Mm-hmm. Do you feel called that you're supposed to be doing that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I love business. I love entrepreneurship. I love investing. And there, there's a lot of other things. I love motivational speaking. There's a lot of other things that I could be doing. But I really feel that God has called me to this role mm-hmm. for such a time as this. You know what I mean? To yeah. give a voice, to give leadership, to give perspective. Um, I'm still quite fairly young, you know, and I still somewhat get it. In the next couple of years, um, maybe it'll be time for me to transition. But I think for right now, I think that um, I'm, I'm called to this to this ministry. So, what, okay, this episode's about a calling or knowing that you're called. Like, what affirms a calling for you? Like, every day, like, how do you... No, or do you remind yourself every day or re- like often that you're called? Like, how do you know that you're called to do something? That's a good question. You know, um, for me spiritually, I have a routine that I do in the morning. Um, and I, I literally wake up and I, I, I go to, I, I'm in my shower and the lights are off. This might sound strange, but I sort of <laughs> meditate when the hot water is just running. And I sit in my tub and I'm listening for what God is saying to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to start my day that way. If not, like things just, just don't really work out, but it's almost like every morning he whispers to me somehow, some way, Lyle, I have a purpose for you still, you know? So mm-hmm. the calling is connected to God. I didn't call myself, you know, I'd probably be doing a thousand different things, but God just gently reminds me every day that I have you here for a purpose. Mm-hmm. And so the call is connected very much to God and my spiritual life and my relationship. Very soon, he might call me to something else, you know, to a different type of role. But for now, um, every day I just get gentle reminders that, hey, yo, you know, Lyle, you're you're here for a purpose. You're here for to model. You're here to mentor. You're here to to literally be be an example for these these this younger generation. So, what would you tell someone today, like if they feel convicted of a calling or uh, they're struggling? Doing something, even though they feel called to do something, like what advice would you give someone that uh, is struggling with the call, or feels called, or convicted of a call? I think, I think what I would tell them is, man, if you feel a calling, usually comes at some sort of internal conflict. Hmm. You know, there's there's some something that that uh, it could be a crucible, it could be something conflicting that is propelling you towards a certain direction. And you're like, man, should I do this? Should I not do this? I'm not sure. Usually maybe that's a sign that maybe God's doing something because if it were for yourself, you'd probably not, you'd probably take the easy road. But um, to take to take a risk and to try it and to allow God to lead, because at the end of the day, we're not leading ourselves. The calling is, is something that God that God gives. And so if he's calling you, there's probably going to be some sort of internal struggle. Um, there's going to be fear, but you step out in faith, you take that risk. And I feel like God does, does the rest. You have to be willing to answer the call. Um, so that, that's what I would say. If you like, if you kind of feel something, pray about it, ask God to lead you. Cause God is always speaking. He's always speaking <coughs> to us. And so, I'm just saying, if you have the the just a ounce, just a little bit of you're thinking, man, maybe I might be called to something. Explore it, pray about it, let God lead, and I think He'll reveal Himself, and He'll open up doors, and He'll close other doors, and you'll just you just know a mm-hmm. calling is a calling that you can't run from. It's almost like 
Jonah, man. You can try, but you will never be as happy and fulfilled. And life won't be as meaningful if you don't follow that calling. Mm. And do you think, let's uh, just wrapping up. Um, do you think a calling will last forever? Like, will there be a time where, like, God will be like, you know, I'll use someone else? Mm, that's a good question, man. I think that, I think that a calling is is like a vocation. It, it could be for a lifetime, but there might be different assignments that God has for you. Mm. So the assignment may change, but I don't think like He calls you today and then tomorrow you're not called. I do think that he calls you for a purpose and for a time, but your assignment may change in that calling. For example, when I was called to ministry, um, I went to Ottawa. I pastored for a couple years. And then my assignment changed to youth director. But the calling still stands. So you might have different assignments um, different jobs, um, but your call to ministry and ministry takes on different forms and different facets. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I do think it's a and and you know maybe who knows? I think at the end of the day, only God knows how long He calls you for or what He calls you to. But He does call people, and He is calling people even in these you know these the this day and age. And so just be prepared to listen out, hear his call. And if he calls you, man, answer. Because what I'd like to leave you with is, I never would have ever guessed that I would be living the life I'm living now. Hmm. You know, if you talk to me seven years ago, eight years ago, um, I never would have expected this. But God had a greater plan. And so when you follow his plan, it's always greater than you could ever ima imagine. My next assignment may be very different but i'm just excited because i know that i could never ever imagine this so what about the next level the next level is probably going to be like twice as amazing yeah but you've got to stick within the stay faithful to the call that god has called stay you to. Faithful to the call thanks so much pastor lyle yeah and that's pastor lyle notice follow him on his social media on his ig at lyle notice at l-y-l-e notice Thanks, everybody, for tuning into this episode of The Oracle. Stay tuned for the next one. Remember, everybody you meet, everyone you pass by has a story. Thanks again. <laughs>